Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all Gurudishu Srila Prabhupada and Gurudara. We are so fortunate to have Her Grace Prabhupada Nikhilji from Bangalore. And today she will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 2, Verse 27. Hare Krishna Mataji, Dandavat Pranam, please take over the call. Hare Krishna, thank you Mataji. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Seva Narutam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayam Udhirayet ನಷ್ಟಪ್ರಾಯಸ್ವಭದ್ರೇಶಿಯಾಭಕ್ತಿಯುತ್ತಮಶ್ಲೋಕೆಭಕ್ತಿರ್ಭವತಿ ನೈ
it is the duty of everyone, especially an upper class person. Because of his association with a prostitute, Adamila abandoned all his duties. Regretting this, Adamila now considered himself quite fallen. And the positive, uh, what happened, X29. Soham yaktam patishyami narake brishadharmi dharmagna kamino yatra vindanti yamayatana. It is now clear that as a consequence of such activities, a sinful person like me must be thrown into hellish conditions meant for those of broken religious principles and must suffer extreme miseries. And, okay, and then this verse, this the verse alone. Tim idam swapna ahu svit saksha drishtam ihadbutam vayata adhyate yemam vyakaras Vyakarshan Pasha Panaya. Was this a dream I saw? Or was it reality? I saw fearsome men with ropes in their hands coming to arrest me and drag me away. Where have they gone? Oh my God, Yeah. Um, so uh, we see how you know every saint has got a past. You know, and so um, so it doesn't matter. One should never inquire a saint about his past life. It doesn't matter at all, because what is um, this thing? Uh, what is most relevant and important is what he is now. If he has, somebody has surrendered to Krishna, then that is it. We must really accept them and think of them in their present status. So Ajamila, he came to his senses because of um, meeting with the Vishnu Dutas. His life, uh, life completely changed. I mean, first seeing all those Yamadutas and then on top of that, then he was very fortunate that he saw the positive um, side also. I mean, he got that uh, experience also of seeing the Vishnu Dutas. That is like, you know, somebody is suffering in this material world and then his devotee goes. And you have his association, his or her association, and then you completely are ready to abandon all your horror life and you really repent. Why? Why was I so attached? So that is the most important thing. It doesn't matter what we did. Are we repenting and we are really disgusted? 
uh, with material life and we want to really become a devotee. And we see in the Srimad Bhagavatam, okay, for Allah, he's saying, Allah has all condemnation upon me. I acted so sinfully that I degraded my family tradition. Indeed, I gave up my chaste and beautiful young wife to have sexual intercourse with a fallen prostitute accustomed to drinking wine, all condemnation upon me. Imagine, he's coming from a very good family and he himself was very well engaged in all religious principles following that. But he had gone on a mission of for religious things, so to cut some flowers for the puja. That is why he had gone and in between just see, because the seed of sinful activity sprouting and then when they get the chance association of some bad, when you get a bad association then the seed sprouts and grows thrives in that so he even though he was doing very good activities pious activities religious things somehow in his past life he has committed a lot of sins and so when he got the opportunity he saw really low class person enjoying with a prostitute that somehow triggered some kind of excitement in him that is why it is very sometimes we see very nice advanced devotees fall victim to something and then they fall down and they wonder why after experiencing Krishna consciousness they degrade themselves we have to be so careful because we don't know what seeds are lurking in our heart which uh, some, uh, you know, sinful acts which have not been burnt out by our devotional service. Actually, devotional service can burn out all our sins which are already manifest, you know, sins for which we are suffering now, sins which are about to manifest themselves, or sins which are lying a little dormant and which will come out later, or the sins which are lying on the seed stage. You know, if you go to it will come sometime later, but right, not right now. All those from seed stage to manifestation burnt out by doing devotional service. But until we do devotional service very, very sincerely, those seeds are still lying there. Even though externally we are doing devotional service, right now we are not engaging in um, any sinful activities and because we are connected, we have an association of devotees, so we don't do. But then say, say because of some you are separated from devotees, and then you have to meet with low-class people who are engaging in all sinful activities, then from somewhere the desire sprouts up and you start enjoying, oh, very nice, and then a person just goes off track. That is why, uh, you know, this bad association is so dangerous because you don't know. You can't think that, okay, I have experienced, you know, I've never been fallen down. Until all the sins are totally eradicated, any time, something may trigger that and the seed will sprout. And that is how Maya is so strong that she can make even a person, you know, who knows, he's studied all the... And he is living a devotional life. Of course, he may not have studied. If you study all the shastras, you can uh, this thing yourself. You can protect yourself because first of all, you will. <coughs> in the beginning only you think, no, 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 this is not correct. You know, because uh, shastras are 
there in your mind they are creating samskaras and um you know all the intelligence they are there to protect us but suppose say we are not very well read in the shastras and we just doing devotional service a little superficially without think divrena bhakti yogena means fully mind absorbed in that thinking of krishna when we do our activities we are just doing ritualistically uh, or superficially just dancing singing everything having a good time and then other times we just our mind is somewhere else we're not about krishna not about uh, doing uh, or even when we are doing services we have to be actively thinking of krishna and do and so if we are doing a little superficially and any time maya is very strong she can easily captivate a person we may think oh never i will never fall down i'm very strong no we underestimate the power of maya she can just come in any way and just attract us that is why ivrena bhakti yogena yadeta purusham param we have to do very sincerely whatever we are doing and if we are really sincere about making it successful in this life only we want to achieve you know we want to get rid of all this illusory uh, you know life which is i mean once you know this is all an illusion will be really uh, you know we know this is just a prison life and i'm trying to you know trying to enjoy over here then we will definitely become very very serious and holding on to the lotus feet of the lord please please don't ever let me fall down ever will be very scared this is how prabhupada he was praying I, i mean it's very famous so many you all must have also heard how prabhupada was praying very sincerely looking at the i mean he's always sincere but he was for a long time he was gazing at the deity and praying so honestly so when devotee asked him prabhupada what are you praying to krishna about and prabhupada looked at i don't know whether it is a vaishnava or a vaishnava he saw that that person was very sincere and he said i am praying to krishna that please let me always be at your lotus feet and let maya never ever catch me i mean never take me away from his feet so <clears throat> it may be because as a pure devotee also prays like this only out of humility or he was and also it was an instruction he shared that we also will pray like that to krishna and not be overconfident no no i'm a very great devotee i can manage i'll never fall down but no we have to be so careful you don't know in what way maya knows our weakness we may think ah i other people don't recognize what is my weakness but maya knows and she's an agent of krishna and krishna knows more than anyone he is the parmatma in the heart so he will instruct maya devi here enter like this <clears throat> so um and rabba uh, is saying that pure devotee has to regret very much he should not think i am a great devotee see I've, uh, we i am doing all these things how many people have been chanting i am doing 16 rounds four regulative principles and we think we are above everyone else that is you know that pride is becomes before a fall and here in the also devta swami was mentioning how in gaudiya math there was a sanyasi who was telling you know after the, the i mean after the 
he was um, enjoying himself bathing all his grandchildren elephants and you know shop putting water on them he thought oh i'm just enjoying myself and then what happened uh, suddenly the all the other animals in the lake they got disturbed all the smaller fishes and everything and the crocodile also was getting disturbed by all their you know huge bodies over there making a lot of sound and spraying water and you know so he came and grabbed old off uh, in uh, this um, gajendra's leg and so we know the battle that ensued for thousand years imagine nobody was winning nobody was crocodile was not ready to let go at all and after that when then that is when nobody could help him i don't know probably it was not possible for the elephants to jump on the crocodile they also tried to pull gajendra but they couldn't do anything such a huge elephant but he couldn't uh, protect himself from one small crocodile not small also very strong crocodile and uh, though his he had a huge army of elephants waiting to save them but they could not and that is when his uh, wives uh, she elephants children grandchildren help him and that is when when is a question of birth and i mean death all these things didn't matter at all i was just enjoying thinking i'm a king and i've got all these sea elephants and everybody is um you know everybody is afraid of me and not a care in this world he was living in that fantasy world right it's all in the mind in the mind we create conception about ourselves or about other people he has different different conceptions material concoctions and he was living in that mental concept about himself and suddenly all that and meant nothing because he had to grapple with his own survival here and that is when he you know he let go of his mind and then intelligence came to him because he had done those things in his previous life krishna you know gave him intelligence and he remembered gave him memory of his past uh, life and he had you know he had learned some beautiful shlokas glorifying the lord and uh, so um, then he decided that you know remembering that shloka and offering it to vishnu and he was repenting oh my lord you know are very very merciful on even animals that is why you are trying to deliver me even though you know i was i'm very attached i'm a pashu i'm always i'm attached to my family my uh, this, this thing you know all sense of enjoyment and all my kid and kin and this is how so prabhupada explains that even human beings are very attached to all this are like pashus the animals because we have to realize what is the purpose of life how many lifetimes have gone around thinking i'm this body and all the people associated with me are my, are my this is all there is and life is all about enjoyment not thinking about tomorrow you know what's going to happen no so i was like a pashu and you are so kind that you are in my heart and um, you know somehow you've never given up on me you never become angry 
Even though I've been rebellious, how many times you've tried to save me huh, as a Paramatma? And uh, you never get angry. Paramatma never gets angry with us. That is why we take him so lightly. We are okay, we think, okay, let me worship Krishna. And then some sense gratification calls us, we drop Krishna like a hot potato and rush after sense gratification again and again because we think our Krishna is always there for us and always go back to Him. But all the sense enjoyment may not come back again. We're driven by our senses and mind. That is foolish. That is just an illusion created by Maya to think. Should we lose our intelligence because that is just a temporary thing. And what is that enjoyment? For that we'll be beaten severely by Maya if it is, especially if it's illicit. Licit also, if you forget Krishna and then try to enjoy consciousness and then very difficult to again remember Krishna and then they'll commit sinful activities and so on. But uh, that, that is how I was and he really, really repents and, he's, and he takes complete shelter and he's fully, he says that why will you not? Mm, protect one someone who really comes to you, you will definitely do it. He had complete faith in the, you know, in the nature of the qualities of Krishna. And he took complete shelter. He didn't even doubt all the shlokas, whether Krishna heard this, whether he will come. He was absolutely clear. And not only that, he understood the position of Krishna as a Paramatma who is everywhere, everywhere. How the one supreme person is the absolute truth. All philosophically also, everything is understanding. Elephant. Because, and Prabhupada in the purpose, he explains about how, uh, you know, uh, even if a person is uneducated, not very intelligent, uh, still, in their sincere, then Krishna from within gives them all intelligence and elevates them. Now, uh, Vadami buddhi yogam tam yenamam upayantite. I give the knowledge by which they can come to me. So the sincerity is the. Dajendra was truly sincere. He realized what the futility of all his mental concoctions of so called happiness and distress is no use. It's all imaginary. He understood it at that moment. And then, uh, you know, Krishna gave him that um, valuable knowledge by which he could realize him. So, in the same way, we see Yamunacharya also, Arbandaru, who is um, Ramanjacharya, I mean, in the Sri Vaishnava tradition. He, ah, hmm. um, know, about this uh, intelligence given by Krishna, uh, even for an uneducated person, but Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, actually, he had a um, you know, a person who was a gardener and um, he was he was just doing manual work, he was uneducated, but he was very, very sincere to know what you know, he wanted self-realization. So while doing his work also he would hear very, very attentively all of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati's lectures, morning, noon and night he was listening. So one day Bhakti Siddhanta so then after that, when he had to continue with his lecture, he asked all the devotees, where did they stop? 
and everyone was scratching their heads. They they were not so attentive and listening. And then this gardener, he told him where he left off. And Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur very happy with him because he was really so attentive. Listening is so important, more important than even reading is listening, because uh, then you can it um, you can understand full. And if you are listening with the rapt attention, like Parikshit Maharaj, he was not reading, he was listening. And he realized Krishna completely. I mean, he was already a devotee, but still, he, um, you know, he was ready to go back home, back to Godhead. So that is the uh, thing. And once what happened, Bankim Rai, it's a Bankim Tandra Chatterjee, who was a great Pandit, he once came to have a dis- uh, discussion with Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur and he knew what is the greatness of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur so he came with some doubts in his mind and uh, when he approached him Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur knew that he is very puffed up as a pundit he thinks you know I'm very educated I know so many shastras and all that so he told him first you go wash the pots in the kitchen and come <laughs> can you imagine he is a very famous pundit uh, and uh, he told, and he's written many and commentaries and all that. And told him, go wash the pots. So anyway, he uh, nobody can say no to Bhaktisiddhanta. So he went there and he washed all the pots. And he came and he told him, okay, now can we discuss? He said, no. You go to that gardener there and you ask all your doubts to him. I got a shock. And what? I am so educated. And he wants me to ask this uneducated person all questions, you know. So he went there anyway. <laughs> you know, I mean, he was afraid to say no or walk off, showing his anger and all. And those days, people were a little more humble than how they are now. Nobody would have tolerated maybe now such things. But he went there and he asked the gardener his doubts, and he was astounded to get such perfect answers from him. He has been listening to Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati's lectures like anything, day in and day out. So he knew everything and he clarified all his doubts and he was, and it made him humble also. So Prabhupada also explains how it's foolish to think that a devotee, uh, you know, is uneducated devotee, has lack of knowledge and all that. If he's very, very sincere and is listening, you know, maybe he's not able to study Shastras of his own, but if he's listening, then there is, uh, you know, and also if he's sincerely doing service, that is very important uh, uh, because Krishna says, linking with him, Bajatam Priti Purvakam, with great love and devotion, he's worshipping me. Worship, that is the most important thing. Bhakti. I give the knowledge by which they can come to me. So, uh, and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur himself is such an advanced you know, scholar who wrote um, such, uh, you know, of course, explaining Krishna consciousness philosophy also. His language was so bombastic that no, none of us can understand. Only it's, it was meant to, you know, attract all the Britishers and to make them humble. So he wrote that. But nevertheless, he 
he didn't really think anything much of that. He was really for pure bhakti. That is why he took a guru also, as Gaurakishor Das Babaji Maharaj, who didn't even know how to sign his own name. Completely uneducated person. And Gaurakishor Das Babaji Maharaj wanted to test him. And so he said, I cannot do Diksha. How can I? I, you are very, very scholarly, very educated. How can an uneducated, complete uneducated person like me? I, I, no, I'm not. Treat me like this. I know you have, you have Krishna with you. You're not, an, you know, you're not knowledge, ignorant or something. I know how much knowledge you have. Please, you have knowledge, you have Krishna with you, please. And he was begging him. And he said, okay. I'll ask Krishna, I'll tell you uh, later. So again, after some days he went, then, uh, yes, uh, can you please? He said, oh, I forgot to ask Krishna, go. <laughs> like this, you know, really, uh, he wanted to make sure that he had no false ego or pride about this, uh, all this knowledge and education and everything. And uh, he again went and again came back. And then he said, no, Krishna said, no. <laughs> So imagine how you would have felt because he had decided to take only from him. His own father is qualified. But his father said, no, you take from him. Even though he had trained him and everything, all knowledge he had received. But he said, no, you go take uh, Diksha from him. And so he didn't know. I mean, he was so, he, you know, he said, I'm going to jump off the bridge. There was a bridge there. <laughs> If we, I won't get Diksha, if I cannot advance in Krishna consciousness, I'm going to commit suicide. And seeing his determination, then Gaurakishwara Das Bhavati Maharaj took compassion on him and initiated him. And he said, only you, no one else. So that is, the, you know, how this... Um, uh, so Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur, he knew, he, even though he had written what the Surya Siddhanta, a treatise on advanced astronomical things, which was not even written before. Such calculations he had done when he was just 12 years old, or you know, in his teens, he wrote in the school, he used to sit and write this. And the teachers, <coughs> you know, used to get bugged. He's doing something else. So purposely, they'll make him stand up and ask all the questions. And he would perfectly answer their questions also. So they, they had to keep quiet. You know, there's no because he knows he's answering, so they couldn't say get get out of the class or something. So he's so humble and um, and he valued this most of all. Uh, you know uh, about uh, and also his sannyasis, and they were all very well educated, very uh, highly. Um, I mean, they were sannyasis. They were all scholars. Written many books and all that, and yet when he left the world, immediately instead of following his instructions, they were all clamoring for um, becoming the acharya of next acharya and taking over all the books. Imagine, so and he to, uh, told Prabhupada, who was a householder, he was not, and he was doing business. He was not a sannyasi. He told him, oh, there's going to be fire in that thing. I don't know. And he told him, if ever you get money, print books. And he, uh, before Prabhupada uh, Saraswati Thakur left this world, he 
Prabhupada had written to him, asking him that you have many great sannyasis uh, who are serving you very nicely. I am just ordinary householder. I'm now I'm just something I'm trying to do, help them and whatever little I'm able to do. So can you please tell me how I can serve you? And again, wrote that I want you to preach to the Western world in English, you know, very uh, clearly, once more, not just that first meeting, again, before he, and soon after that he left the world. So, Bingering also the same thing, and before he left also same instruction. And, and the dreams also coming and telling him, come, come, now, come, uh, take uh, sannyas and go and preach. So, um, in this way, um, you know, Bhaktisiddhan Sarswatthakos gave importance only to Bhakti. Even though that Panditya that he had, it was for establishing Vaishnavism above everyone else, uh, you know, above every other this thing. So he had that, um, I mean, he's a pure devotee, anybody, and even Prabhupada, when he was uh, arguing with all these, um, you know, big professors, um, you know, religionists and all that. In the West, he used to say, "See, I, um, because I know something about Krishna, I am able to defeat all of you who are all very, very educated in all these things. How am I able to do that? Because I know something about Krishna. So, yesmin vignate sarvam eva sarvam vignatam bhavati sarvam eva." If you know Krishna, definitely you know everything. Because by the mercy of Krishna. So that is, um, so one has, so anybody by the mercy of Krishna can become a pure devotee, be fully enlightened. It's only the sincerity. They really, really must desire spiritual life and must really be repentant. Oh, how so much in ignorance I've been. And here, that's what Ajamila, he had really, he was a, what he did was unpardonable. Because he had a very beautiful wife, young wife. Why did he have to leave her? My father and then his father and mother, he was the only son. And they, they were old and had no other son or friend to look after them. And he just gave up everything. And what about the name in society? A Brahmana, from a Brahminical thing, all the Brahmanas. Actually, in the beginning, he was living at home and still going with the prostitute. And that is when the Brahmana said, no, get out. We don't want you here. And that is when he and then started living with that prostitute. And so it was such a disgrace for them. And uh, after that, nobody to take care of them in the old age. For the wife also, no protection. Alas, like an abominable, low-class man. It was really shameful. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you've done. But if you truly repent for it, then Krishna is okay with it. He forgives immediately. Forgives. That's all. Even in uh, material life, in the prison, uh, those who are criminals, if they really are repentant, then, um, and they change their life, they go and do all the thing they're supposed to do, all the hard work in the prison, and uh, you're very well behaved and, um, you know, don't uh, create any problems and you're really repentant. Why did I do this? Uh, then 
you are left. You, you don't have to be punished for all those things. You are, the term can also be reduced. The same thing with Krishna. And so, that's why the most important thing doesn't matter, anyone for that matter. That is why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission, Prabhupada's mission is all about reclaiming anybody at all. We don't see to their external, oh, this person is too fallen. Uh, he will never become Krishna conscious. He's too dull. Doesn't matter. Anyone can become. It's the mercy of if they are really sincere, humble, simple, and they really want Krishna and they repent for what they have done in the past. Anybody can. So that is why we have to do, you know, and we have so many supporters. Okay, we are not alone. First of all, we have all devotees around us. Then apart all the acharyas are there and uh, of course uh, along with Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and apart from that Yamaraj he is also there everywhere we have everybody is in this Lord Chaitanya's mission so there was one um, devotee a wife and her husband always you know she used to say please read Bhagavad Gita and um, you know then he would say yeah yeah I'll read later, later. He kept postponing, he didn't take it seriously, he never chanted. And then what happened, one day he was just lying down and he saw the Yamadutas come forward. And he got terrified and he screamed, Oh Krishna, Krishna, save me. Somehow, you know, and then the Yamadutas went away, he was given a second chance and immediately he called out to his wife, you know, in great distress and she came running, what happened? And she said, please bring the Bhagavad Gita immediately. So sometimes some people get this, uh, you know, uh, 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 like um, um, shock treatment. Then they, they have seen Yamadutas and they say, oh, yeah, yeah, it's all, I don't want to suffer anymore. And then they take to reading Bhagavad Gita. Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati Thakur's one disciple, he uh, narrated this. Uh, what happened was, he was, uh, he fell down, uh, you know, after from his principles and although he had taken initiation from his guru, was following everything, then afterwards he fell down, after his guru left this world and all that and he had recently, and uh, recently means, I don't know how many decades, a few decades ago, because he, the, um, he had, it was being passed on in the WhatsApp, his letter. So I don't know how long ago that is. And um, then uh, he was in the funeral pyre, you know, they were going to burn him. And just at that time, they saw his body get up and come. And they were all shocked. They all ran away. You ghost, ghost. And they were running. Then he said, just listen to my story. I, uh, uh, you know, when I died, my soul was taken by the and taken to Yama. And I was asked to wait there because my case was very complicated. Because he had taken initiation. Normally, devotees don't go to hell. But he had done whatever sinful activities for which they took. So, after looking at everybody else, then he came to me. And he said, I don't know what to do for you because you have taken shelter of such an exalted guru like What I can do, I don't know. I have to ask him only. So he requested and Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur himself came there. And um, he told his um, disciple that, see, why did you do like this? I'm, will you promise me 
that he, uh, so he really fell down. I'm so sorry, Gurudev, please save me, save me. Then he said, okay, now you go back and you go and see my, you know, he mentioned his particular disciple, Sanyasi, go and take immediately reinitiation from him. And again, never do all these things and become very, very serious and go back home back to God. So that is how he got up and immediately left the home. He told people and then he was just very seriously, he, he went to that devotee whom his Gurudev had said, organization, and then became serious. So, so Yamaraj is also uh, like, you know, helping in our preaching. Some people have experiences like this. They go, they get up because soon after you're taken there, given sight of what is to appear there, and then brought back, and then slowly taken step by step. You know, it takes a full year to reach the Matara Loka, which is just um, below uh, below the earth. Yeah. No, hellish planets. Are um, Atal Pata. Huh? Pardon? Ah, those are subterranean planets. They're not hellish planets. Hellish planets are Narakaloka. And they are below the earth actually. Um they're not uh, in the Patara Loka. Patara Loka, is it? Um suddenly I've forgotten where it is. Um, uh, uh, you know, this, um, uh, I think it is below the earthly planets. Okay, so anyway, it takes one full year to go from the earth to reach um, this hellish planet. So, I'm not sure at that time the Yamadutas really do. So, anyway, before giving that treatment, they first take you there and then bring you back. So, initially, that is what happens. So, some people get that vision and then they come back to their senses. Oh, no, no, no. I'll never again. No, I have really seen what the hell really is there. It's not an imagination. And then they become very serious. So, when because of chanting Hare Krishna, we can understand everything is not what we just see. Everything is not simply some superficial thing. There's something so deep in this universe. Uh, you know, there is a big purpose behind my birth and living. Life is very, very serious business. And it, it can, you can, not that you have to not be happy. We can be happy, but we have to do the proper things. Krishna says in the third chapter, you can be happy only if you do yajna. So, and we have the best yajna, Sankirtana yajna, Japa yajna. Uh, and um, so, by doing that, by worshipping, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and doing this, we get so much intelligence, right? And then we keep away from all this superficial sense enjoyments. And also we must become so deep that we also keep away from mental sense enjoyments. And we are fixed in thinking about Krishna and our relationship with Him. And do all our activities as His servant. That is perfection. From physical things, okay, that is first level. Okay, no four regulative principles. That is just keeping us from material sense, gross sense gratification with our senses. What about the mind? That is more subtle. And we all have a lot of conceptions there which we are enjoying. I am this, I am that. 
I did this and uh, so I'm so popular and this one likes me, that one that all oh, oh, that is concoctions in the mind. And it seems so real because Maya Devi is working it. And that is her Shakti. Where are we in comparison to her? I mean, we can, we, whatever we think, we believe and we think it's absolutely true. And, uh, you know, and we trust our intelligence, we trust our mind so much. Uh, but that's how subtle she is and we have to come out of mental speculation. Right? We always, because, the, and the mind works in a very funny, I mean, predictable ways. Materialistic mind, which is unconnected with Krishna. Always the mind, you know, uh, what are the traits of the mind? Mind is always finding out negative things. All good things may be in a person or in our own lives. Many good things, but we always look for something missing. That is what we'll sit and worry about. Even in people, somebody may have many, many good qualities. They might have so many times. But once they didn't do something, they hurt us, finished. We can assassinate character, assassinate them. So in this way, and we have fixed conceptions, we have prejudices about people. Prejudices on the basis of uh, you know past experience or hearsay about race, about gender, whatever. Like this, we have so many mental blocks which prevent us from seeing the truth clearly. So that's why the mind is hazy. It blocks our true vision of Krishna. And that is why by chanting Hare Krishna Mantra, we stop listening to the mind, nonsense mind. I'm going to listen to Krishna, who's coming in the form of the holy name. And then, then we will start re seeing reality. Imagine for so long I was thinking that is the truth. Like, you know, uh, anytime when somebody is believing some nonsense, like, you know, for a long time scientists thought that the earth was flat. Imagine, they uh, probably wrote many, many theories and, and many people believe them. All scientists are saying, finally they themselves found out, oh, actually, you know, yes, it is not uh, flat, it is round, it's spherical. So, like that, then we realize, oh, how did they believe like this? Uh, so that is living in the mind, and but with when you are with Krishna, everything is known. Yeah, esmin vignate sarvam eva sarvam vignatam bhavanti. Everything can be known, but because he is light, he is. Uh, we don't need to be educated because we are covered with mind, completely knowledge blockage, and again we have to relearn. And the more that we don't listen to the mind, then we are guided by intelligence, which is the next door neighbor of the soul. And that is why right from childhood, children, if they are trained to chant Hare Krishna Mantra, then they can control their minds easily. And then you will see a big change in their character, in their intelligence, in their performance, concentration, so right from childhood, we have to give importance for children to, um, you know, chant Hare Krishna Mantra. So this is, um, um, and then what is the, so it's now clear that as a consequence of such activities, a sinful person like me must be thrown into hellish conditions meant for those who have broken religious principles and must bear 
suffer extreme miseries. Was this a dream I saw or was it reality? I saw fearsome men with ropes in their hands coming to arrest me and drag me away. Where have they gone? If I, you know, people sometimes need this kind of shock treatment to actually come to their senses. Otherwise, I have really going around not listening to anybody. And, and there are some people who have got that's why we need to put dramas of this Yamarutas. You know, at least they see that this is possible. There are such living entities, uh, you know, who can come and this is their job. And um, so that's why we need to make everyone chant Hare Krishna Mantra. You know, in the villages of India, very easy. People just, you just have to tell them a little, okay, give me these, they start chanting. Give me these, that, give me Bhagavad Gita. Easily they are taking villages. City people, oh, so difficult to penetrate them. But, but one COVID experience was enough. Now people are a little more, little better. They, they don't decry. They, uh, they think, oh, waste of time. Why you are telling me this? I can go and enjoy myself. They don't talk like that. Please, little improvement. The, the excessive pride about sense gratification makes us unnecessarily proud about the body is structured like that, the mind is like that, very puffed up. Mind is, the nature of the mind is like that, and we are on the mental platform, we are very puffed up about ourselves. Nobody is as great as me, and I'm the most intelligent, and how dare anybody do anything in order to offend me. This is the nature of the mind. It is simply, we are not the mind. We identify with the mind, it will behave like that. Automatically, we'll also become puffed up. I think that I'm the greatest um, this thing for this world. The world cannot survive without me. I'm the greatest. So, uh, you know, and uh, imagine, and then when we come, when we read all this and we come to our senses and we understand I'm an Atma, I'm a tiny part and parcel of Krishna, and how blissful it is to understand that I am completely dependent on Krishna. So that change, you know, is happens by Krishna's mercy, by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy. Otherwise, it takes many, many lifetimes of ignorance, living like that. Whatever body we get, we are very, very puffed up. It doesn't mean that only a thing will be puffed up. Even uh, animal is puffed up. And uh, anybody, anybody thinks I'm the greatest. Even, uh, that's what Prabhupada said in Vrindavan, you know, the rickshawala, not Vrindavan, anywhere, uh, no, because they had the hand, even in Kolkata, they had this hand rickshawala. He said, this is the most menial job. And yet every rickshawala is competing with the other rickshawalas. I am a better rickshawala than that guy, you know. See my rickshaw, how clean and nice it is, and how very, um, I pull without uh, bumping or, you know, I'm very expert in this. So, we always want to be better than others. We're comparing. That is the nature of the mind. The way Devi has made it like that. So, that is why we should not trust. Of course, mind in the mode of goodness is a little more, uh, you know, peaceful. And then, uh, uh, it is more understanding spiritual truth. Passion is always wanting to become bigger and bigger and bigger. And this thing, mode of ignorance, dull, lazy, intoxicated, 
So goodness is good, but goodness is also not complete until we take shelter of Krishna and understand oh, he is the source of everything, he is the biggest, the greatest and I feel happy to be his servant. I can also and Krishna's plans are the best. Your plans are my plans are far better than your greatest dreams. You can never even compete with what great plans he has for each and every one of us. So we have to trust Krishna. That is the purpose of life. Chant Hare Krishna completely see and Hit the mind with shoes and brooms, morning, early morning, kick it nicely with shoes and the night before going to sleep, hit it with brooms and go to sleep because the mind always, the minute you are on the mental platform, you will become like that and um, whatever other uh, material ne negative or positive, negative things especially and you are prone to become Angry, irritable, jealous, um, lusty, greedy, everything. That's why he said, beat it. And when you chant Hare Krishna, don't listen to that at all. Neglect, complete neglect. And if we want to act proud and arrogant, we should act with our mind. Yes, Adam, I don't care for you. And we listen only to Krishna, who is coming in the form of the Holy Name. And then we see Delhi, just like Ajamila was delivered, Vishnu Dutas will also be delivered. We can have complete faith that Krishna will pull me out from my ignorance. We don't have to change our, any situation. Only thing we have to change is our consciousness of just depending on Krishna and not on our mind, senses, but everything connected to our body. We'll stop now. Thank you very much, Hare Krishna. Is there any comments or questions? Hare Krishna Mataji, thank you so much Hare. for your nectarian class. I request all the devotees, if they have any question or query, please go ahead and ask. Hare Krishna Mataji, I'm going to ask you a question. It's such a nice class, your realization and... Uh...